0: Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergas, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. My name is Tom Vergas. I'm joined again by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hey, Jürgen.
0: Hi, Tom. How are you? Terrific, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks, yeah. Looking forward to today's topic.
1: Yes, which is <laughs> checking, oh. in, <laughs> checking in with your people.
0: Mm. That's a, particular, a particularly topical topic right now, isn't it? Because Indeed. As we record this, we're all working from home in COVID-19 lockdown, work from home.
1: That's right. And that's, and so I'm particularly talking about checking in with your people in this current current climate because mm. of the fact that we are working from home. And now it's, we're coming into, you know, we've just finished week three for a lot of people. Some people are week two, but a lot of people are week three. Of course, in some of the other countries, it's actually uh, week 10, week 11. I mean, China mm. is just finishing week 12. Yeah. So I think it's really important here at this stage to check in with your people. Now, I'm not talking about a normal check-in which we would do otherwise, right? Yeah, I mean as a team leader, as a, mm-hmm. as our listeners on this podcast, most of them would be people who would be checking on on their teams anyway when they're coming for their meetings, etc. I'm actually here referring to how do we put some time aside for a one-on-one conversation. Mm. That's that's what that's what I mean here in terms of checking in.
0: So that's that's more that's less transactional, but more around how you're dealing with the situation, what are the challenges, yeah, having Correct. That kind of conversation.
1: Correct. So it's it's much more relational. It's much more relationship based. So it's not focused on getting. The job done, because we take that as a granted that we know what the skill sets are that people are doing. But here is actually doing some time to check in on the people individually. So it's like what we talk. about. We talked in the last couple of sessions around self-care. This is really checking in on the on the state of our teams. So, yeah, I've made this suggestion to a number of the leadership teams I have worked with which is to say to the teams, look at in the next couple of weeks, scheduling a a 30-minute call with each member of their team. Of course, in some situations, you can still do it face-to-face. You need to maintain a physical distance, but for most people, it's actually doing it virtually. So as much as possible, video would be really great if you can do it over the video. Although I have had a couple of People I've been speaking with who say they much prefer just speaking on the phone and they can pick up nuances on the phone. But I think the visual does help. So put us at mm. 30 minutes and start looking at how do I context this. So it's a it's so as, as if you think about a framework, it's actually starting off at the at the beginning of the conversation by Setting up the context around the reason for my for the call here is purely to check in, you know, on how you're doing. I'm interested in how you're doing as an individual, as a person. And the suggestions are to ask open-ended questions. Okay? So being very conscious of how do I ask open-ended questions. Asking them open-ended questions about their physical state. How are they doing health-wise? How are they doing in terms of their mental well-being? How are they doing in terms of their emotional well-being? How are they doing in terms of their spiritual well-being? Because the statistics show, Jürgen, that there are, for many people, they, they are eating more, right they are consuming more alcohol so they're drinking more they're eating more they maybe not as exercising as much and that is a certain demographic of of the population there are other people for instance who have become much healthier but it takes it, it's about taking the opportunity to just check in on all those aspects of your team mm. The other thing I think it's really important is is to be listening for what's not being said. So you need as a leader to be able to probe deeper. So it's not just taking the surface questions know, how are you doing physically, I'm fine. Okay, great, well, what does fine mean, right? What are you actually doing? What's your routine? Like actually digging in, like going down a little bit deeper into the questions. Now, as you and I know, it's really important when you're listening to the responses to be non-judgmental. Because if we are judgmental and we bring our biases into play to the response, then that is just going to shut the conversation down. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, if someone says, look, I'm just not exercising at all, right? My intention is to do it, but I just don't, or, you know... By the time I get the kids organized, it's just too difficult. I'm having to homeschool the kids now. So my partner and I take turns homeschooling, and I just find it really stressful, really difficult to do all that, that I'm just too tired at the end of the day to go out for a walk, etc. So I, I think it's about it's actually having a level of empathy mm. for those
0: situations. Yeah. I think that advice is is important regardless of whether it's a, a remote uh, working situation or in person. I of think it would be judgment free and and sort of listen in on that. I yep. know I um, I was having a conversation with one of my team members yesterday, and her husband works in uh, as a, a hospital orderly in a ward that has just been converted. That floor that he's on has just been converted into a COVID ward. Right. And so, of course, she was quite concerned on the one hand about her husband um, being exposed to these patients. But then I kind of asked a few more questions. It turns out that he's actually not allowed to go inside the ward. He's outside bringing supplies in to the nurses and doctors and organizing those things. But he also gets to take the patients who are recovered, gets to take them back out to the cars or, or however they get back home. And, and right. so he he gets to parade them along the corridor where you see this in the news where everybody's applauding on the corridor okay, because, right. somebody's, because somebody's being discharged and they're yeah. recovered. And yeah. so he's kind of – and and um, I said, well, he's a hero, isn't he? He's one of the heroes <laughs> because he's, he's there um, supporting the people that have come through it.
1: That's great. And that's an example, again where that question of "How's it going? What's up?" and having the opportunity for your team member to actually say, "Well, my husband is doing this now. I'm I'm worried about it," and you know, like so, it's actually giving that space mm. to uh, to to be open about uh, you know her, her her state. You know, I mean, I, I'm kind of sure that there was a level of anxiety there. So, but the fact that you were interested, you were curious, you were open, makes you feel a lot better. And so that's exactly the point that we're trying to make here. It's actually, it's it's, we need to just check in with our people. There is no doubt to me that the mental state of individuals after a period of lockdown will be heightened. As human beings we are tribal. As human beings, we need community and we are seeing that, right? We actually need people to mm. hang out yeah. with, to bounce ideas with, to because there is something that comes from sharing, laughing, etc. And so even though we are all trying our best to social distance or do things virtually, that ability to have those what I call those incidental conversations the conversations you have over dinner conversations you have on a walk when we are in a virtual meeting we tend not to do that you know we tend to kind of get on with it we may have a short uh, conversation around that but uh, so again as a leader make it a point let's check in let's create some space in the calendar to do that
0: The other thing I think is a really good idea, and this comes from what we did at Easter with our family, you know, who was spread all over the place here in in Melbourne and Geelong. Um, We set up a virtual lunch, so everybody Mm -hmm. had lunch and had their glass of wine, and we actually did the table properly at our place and set up, and, and we all got on Zoom and had a conversation around that, and it worked incredibly well for the for. Being totally unstructured and you know nobody took control at all. Yeah. Um, and I thought this might be a bit of a disaster because normally on on a, a conference call, video conference call with lots of people, you really need somebody to actually run the yes. thing. Yeah. This was totally unstructured and not like that at all. But it worked really well. And I wonder if um, having you know group discussions are just saying that at a particular time on a particular day. Whoever turns up in this kind of room, here's the link. Um, whoever turns up there can have a kind of, you know, bring, bring your own coffee, bring your own tea, yep. Yep. Uh, bring your own sweets, and we'll just have a conversation.
1: Absolutely. I think there are teams that do that, Jürgen. So there are lots, I know, of teams who do it uh, for coffee, morning tea. I know teams mm-hmm. do it Friday for drinks at the end of the day. They come together mm-hmm. for a virtual drink. And all those things are really important and they help build connections. What I'm referring to here is actually that deeper level of conversation Mm -hmm. that comes in that one-on-one space, that as a leader, it's actually really checking in on that person and and it's actually a way of demonstrating care. Fundamentally, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. I care for you. Uh, Here's my opportunity. Let me just check in on you and see how you're doing you know i appreciate all the things you do i appreciate some of the difficulties that you may be going through how how are you be- because i think again it, it gives people the the you know if there are issues you know with their kids or with their families or what they what may be working and what's not etc. this just gives them an opportunity to to air it to raise it now nothing may come out of it in terms of being able to solve things hmm But what it does, though, is, again, create the space for deepening relationships. And that is the fundamental core of this idea. This exercise is to build and deepen the relationships because it helps build trust. And when you're working remotely, when you're working in virtual teams, trust is the glue that keeps teams together.
0: That's right. And you have to work harder. Because of the physical remoteness to grow that trust or to even to maintain that trust, you have to work harder than if you're in the same physical location.
1: Yep. Yep, indeed.
0: All right. So, takeaway for our listener today
1: the, refle- the reflection bias takeaway is take action. Allocate in your calendar for the next two weeks. Put some time aside, 30 minutes for each person in your team. And if you if you don't have a team, you're an individual contributor, maybe look at who are the people that you interact with the most, who are your peers, and maybe think about how do I slot a 30-minute one-on-one conversation here just as a check-in conversation, and that's how you frame it. It's a check-in conversation. It's not to do with work. It's just kind of checking in on how we're doing as human beings. You know, how are you coping with what's happening? And that's the conversation you want to have. Open questions, non-judgmental, listen for what's not being said, probe deeper, and build relationships.
0: Mm, Great. Great advice. All right. Well, thanks, Tom.
1: Thanks, Jogan. See you next time.
0: Yep. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.